What is up? Still studying. Happy practice Friday. Friday E, Friday Junior. Whatever you will have it to be. Welcome to this glorious Thursday, September 29th. 2022 one more day to go in september before october baby we are cruising along rolling along and it's almost time for some steelers football man it feels like it has been forever anyway welcome to episode number 424 of the study session i'm your grateful and appreciative host jeremy ritz yep that's me super grateful and appreciative that you're joining me here today on the session as we talk more about your Pittsburgh Steelers, as we get more prepared for this weekend's contest against the Jets. I've already talked about how important this game is, especially with that stretch of games coming up. And how about some Thursday night football tonight, y'all? How about a little bit of Miami Dolphins and Cincinnati Bengals? I will definitely be watching the game and cheering on the Dolphins to Take the Bengals to one and three, and you should be as well. Give the Bengals an AFC loss. That would be good stuff, so make sure you're watching and making that happen. Anyway, just a few notes here as we get ready for the show. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. We can connect one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Jim and I are going to be recording today after the coordinators speak. So look for that being published. Very excited to do that with Jim. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. That is linked in the show notes. Don't forget about that donut button, baby. Take a bite of the donut. If you appreciate what I do, you like the work on the still study, you can donate to the site. You want to buy me a beer? You know that I would appreciate it. Yin's beautiful studyings. Click that button, donate any amount that you'd like. A quarter, 50 cents, $1, whatever. I'd appreciate it. Helps with the cost of site upkeep. So thank you for that. In advance. All right, so let's talk about it. Jets, Steelers, 1 p.m. Sunday in Pittsburgh. Sounds like Zach Wilson is going to go. If you remember, he was drafted in the first round one year ago. Got injured this preseason, injured his knee. There was concerns that potentially he had a season-ending injury to that knee with the ACL tear. It turned out not to be an ACL tear, so he missed the first three games, but he's going to be back in action. Sunday against the Steelers, mobile guy. Has a decent arm. I'm almost glad he's playing over Joe Flacco because I talked about yesterday how much of a Steelers killer Joe Flacco is. But Zach Wilson will get his first start this weekend. Terms of other updates on injuries, It looks like Minka Fitzpatrick is going to be good to go this weekend. He practiced fully on Wednesday, so that is good news. The Steelers need him out there. Kella Witherspoon was still on the sideline, so that more than likely means that 
Levi Wallace is going to get the nod opposite Cam Sutton. That's going to force Trey Norwood into action as the slot corner. And again, I know it's concerning anytime you have injuries because you have to rely on your depth, but there is value and benefit to pushing these guys in different types of situations like this because further on down the road, if there is an injury or if the Steelers see something when they're using these players, maybe they can create a little wrinkle in their defenses, defensive packaging. So you always have to look for the silver lining of these types of instances. And Witherspoon has not been playing well, so maybe this helps him get his head right as he's getting healthy, and it gives Wallace an opportunity to show what he could do as a starter. Something else I wanted to mention is the the play of Alex Highsmith so far this year. And not sure if you read my Steelers study notes from a few days ago, but he is currently leading the NFL with four and a half sacks. Now, he did have three sacks in that opener against the Bengals when he was playing opposite T.J. Watt. He benefited from T.J. being out there. No doubt about that. And he hasn't been as productive with T.J. out, but he's still been getting after it. He's played at a high level. And he's on pace to definitely get past 10 sacks. I don't want to say it's a guarantee, but I think he he's primed to make that happen. And once T.J. does return, you know, he can elevate his performance even more. But wanted to give a shout-out to Highsmith. He was a player that I talked about this offseason when I was previewing the season as a guy who could break out. He's been doing that. The Steelers are going to have to lean on him as TJ is out. But just wanted to give him a kudos on his performance so far. And the Steelers are going to need a big game from Highsmith this weekend. Again, the Jets' starting tackle is going to be out, so hopefully he can get after Wilson in his first contest. Hopefully Wilson's a little rusty in his first action as a starter coming off that injury, and the Steelers are able to capitalize on that, get the home crowd at Acrisure up in full throat, fired up. That's important. If they can get that pass rush going, that will definitely be in the Steelers' favor. Mentioned yesterday after Mike Tomlin's press conference, he talked about the demotion of Tyson Alu-Alu from nose tackle and the promotion of Montrevis Adams to the number one guy. Alu-Alu said about the demotion that it's a humbling situation and he's trying to have humility during this demotion. He's trying to learn from it. Again, Alu-Alu, we have to give him some some time to just reacclimate to the NFL. Remember, he is 35 years old. He did have a season-ending season injury last year. I don't want to say that his career is done, that he's not going to be able to rebound from this. <clears throat> Potentially, that is the case, but I think he's just going to need more time to get back into the groove of the game. When you sit out an entire year, you're 35, and 35 is not old. I'm, I'm 41. I'm not calling this dude old, but in football years, you know, that's up there for a D lineman. So I'm not ready to give up on him yet. He needs to get healthy. 
and he's going to be needed down the stretch. Getting ready for what is a big game. I know a lot of people look at this game and say, ah, it's not that big of a game. It's just the Jets. It's a big game. This is a huge game. The Steelers have to win this contest. They have to beat the Jets. And think about this. They've lost their last two. If they drop this contest to the Jets, that's three in a row with that brutal four-game stretch. Can you imagine an 0-7 stretch? When's the last time something like that has happened in Pittsburgh? You think the sky is falling now. What in the world would happen then? Wow. Do I think they're going to lose Sunday? No. But that don't that doesn't mean anything. I thought that they would beat the Browns. I thought they would have beat the Patriots. They have to get this game. Hopefully that additional rest helped that defense recover from the just inordinate number of snaps that they played over those first three contests more than any other defense in the league. That's going to be critical. Hopefully the offense built some continuity and cohesiveness over that 10-day mini-buy. They need that. They need to regroup. And something else, the Jets are solid against the run. (laughs) That doesn't play well in the Steelers' favor, so that offensive line of Pittsburgh has to come out knowing they've got a tall task in front of them. They've got to move the Jets off the ball. They've got to create running lanes. And I've said this. If you don't give an effective running game to Mitch Trubisky, he's going to struggle because he can't carry this team on his arm. If they can't run the ball Sunday, they're in trouble. If they can't run the ball on Sunday, not only they are in trouble, they're going to need the defense to win this game for them. So it's time for this offensive line to impose their will on a defense, on a decent defensive front. It's got to happen this Sunday. Now, the rest of that Jets team is just awful. But we've seen Mike Tomlin teams underperform against lesser opponents. This is a game that the team must win. I mean, it's that simple. And studying, 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 studying. My gratitude to yins for being supporters of the Still Study. I hope you're having a great week so far. I really do mean that. Hope you are charged up, fired up, energized, feeling good about your life, doing positive things for yourself and others, getting after it, not waiting for life to come to you. You're going after life. That's what it's all about, man. Seize the day. Seize this Thursday, this September 29th. Time is running out on 2022. Have you done everything that you needed to do? Are you taking advantage of your days? Yes, I know this is a Steelers podcast, but let me let me be the reminder that you need get after it. Let's go. Anyway, studies, I will see you back here on Friday, the last day, September, September 30th for episode number 425, only 75 episodes away from 500. 
Love you guys. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.